Welcome to Around Each Town with Simple Elegance. I am Mary Scally, your host and the owner of Simple Elegance Professional Home Staging and Interior Design. This podcast digs into the positive benefits of living in Houston, Texas, as well as what our current real estate is, tips on selling your home, the benefits of staging your home before placing it on the market, and great things happening in Houston. We are so excited that you have joined us today as we speak to prominent Houstonians. Mary Scally with Simple Elegance and Around H Town with Simple Elegance. And we are back this week and so honored to have Bethany Alexander with us of Household Names Public Relations. Hey, Bethany. Hello, Mary. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here and just so honored for the opportunity. Thank you so much for having me on. Well, I'm just so happy we've become friends in the last in 2021 is no well actually we started December 2020 great great Christmas um, gift (laughs) Christmas gift I had COVID and (laughs) and that's how we met on Zoom like this (laughs) back again on Zoom gotta love it gotta love it so Bethany tell us about you and how like your journey of how you got to now owning um, your public relations company. Awesome. Well, how long do you have? No, I'm just kidding. Forever <laughs> can... and ever. I love that. Um, I actually came into Household Names PR um, kind of by necessity almost. Um, after a couple of years uh, after college and being in the corporate world, Though it is amazing for so many people, I just realized corporate America wasn't something I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And I have always had a vision board of uh, owning an event venue or a bed and breakfast and owning a public relations uh, firm was on that vision board as well. I just thought it would be maybe 10 years in the future, but I was honestly just so blessed with the opportunity uh, to start to start household names in 2019. So uh, just celebrated two years, can't believe it, but <laughs> thank you. And it's just been a great journey so far. Um, again, very blessed by even the opportunity to do it in the first place. But really after spending time uh, working for small business owners in college and a little bit after quitting my job. And honestly, I quit my job and (laughs) did the one thing you're not supposed to quit your job without having another job. And uh, while, of course, that did not delight all all of my family at first, (laughs) I I don't blame them, by the way, (laughs) you're watching. I do not blame you. Um, But I, I was fortunate to have the opportunity to work for some other small business owners and get back in that routine of, um, you know, not, not just mom and pop businesses, but ones that are really taking off and, and expanding and going past just the local as well, though my heart is all about local. Um, and so again, I'm so grateful to be on around H-Town. Um, but after, you know, working for several and kind of taking on those jobs at at the same time, I realized, okay, I'm kind of doing what I would be if I was at a PR firm or uh, doing marketing. So I thought, why don't I use this opportunity 
to create something that I've always wanted to, and that would be not only an opportunity for me, but hopefully, you know, in the future, so many more uh, entrepreneurs and and marketing specialists and event planners and things like that to to join onto the team as well. I love that vision. I love actually, I love one other thing that you had looked into a bed and breakfast. I had um, I had gone to hotel school at Michigan State. And um, when I got to my senior year, the professor I was a teaching assistant for, he was like, Mary, what have you missed? I was like, there was no classes on bed and breakfasts. I want a bed and breakfast class. <laughs> and he's like, okay, let's create one. And um, it was so like, that's, we literally, we put an offer in um, on Cape Cod on a bed and breakfast. It was quite creative. They basically were paying us and they didn't quite like that. And they wanted us to pay them. Guess kind of yeah, okay. <laughs> what you expect. <laughs> but you know what? It's like desires into your heart. And I praise God that we never went down that path because I wouldn't be here. And yeah. like you wouldn't be here. You know, it's like God really, he does direct our paths. And you said something really important, I think. You know, you quit your job without having anything else out there. And there were people that didn't weren't happy with that decision. Quote, quote, not a good idea. Well, but you know what? Sometimes that's the best idea that you have. And God takes that freedom Mm -hmm. and directs your path into where he really wants you. And we have to really watch the naysayers, you know, because especially as you begin your own business, Mm -hmm. there's going to be a lot of people that are like, are you crazy? (laughs) Of myself being one of them. (laughs) (laughs) And it's so important to just, you know, it's like, no, this is where God has told me to go. That's the one I have to listen to. And, you know, we're just going to trust him for that. So I love that journey. So now, like, basically, what do you guys do? So we specialize, this is going to be the broad answer, and then I'll go into more detail, but we focus on public relations and all of that entails marketing and graphic design and event coordinating. So really those are the specialties that we focus on. We love working with other entrepreneurs, um, of course, with similar values and, um, and, you know, similar drive as well. We love working with real estate and hospitality. So that still goes in with the bed and breakfast and the event venue. Uh, So I'm really fortunate to have the opportunity to work in these places and with these people that, you know, are on that vision board. And, And it's so cool to see how God does change the desires of your heart to match, you know, the path for him. And, um, I'm, a big believer of blessed or block it. That's my go-to prayer. And so in, you know, really everything about this journey has been a lot of blessed or block it. And so that's, that's kind of how, how it went along with, you know, the services we provide as well. Um, we, you know, have done a lot in the last two years and half of that has been during a crazy time in on the planet. And so really being, um, using that innovation to find out what our customers need, because 
we could offer, you know, graphic design all day, but if they're really needing more of the marketing and the content creation, that's what we want to make sure we're, we're creating those opportunities and, and that education to provide them. Um, so we, like I said, we focus on event coordinating, graphic design, and public relations, uh, do a lot of content for your brand, very brand oriented and results oriented. Um, love goal setting, which I know we both do. You uh -huh. are you are my goal <laughs> to be in terms of goal setters. Um, we are so blessed to have the opportunity to be going through the program we are right now. I talking about boot camp, which is huge. Huge. Um, huge in goal setting and lining up our values with really our purpose and, and choosing what services to provide in that. And so ultimately, whether it's uh, creating websites or hooking you up with the right person to create your website, uh, creating content for press releases or content for your marketing materials, and then ultimately private and corporate events, um, whatever that need is, we want to meet it and, and find a way to do that, especially in the time we're in right now. So. Right, where those events have kind of like 2020 didn't have many of them at all, or we were all sitting on a Zoom class, Zoom thing. Hi, hi, hi. And it's like, I'm so excited that we maybe, you know, I think by the end of 2021, we will be back into having events. Um, I know that Houston Real Producers is actually having an in-person event. Um, I think it's February 23. Fifth, I'm pretty sure I've got to look at my calendar um, where it's top producers getting together to celebrate the year. Um, and that's exciting, you know, um, and I think that, you know, we can do that. Um, you, yes, you have to be a little bit careful right now and you can wear a plastic mask that, you know, you can still have your lipstick on and everything. Um, it doesn't mess your hair. Um, everything gets to see your face. <laughs> right, 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 right. But we can do those things. And um, I mean, that was something that's been something we've had a really hard time with this year is that we're used to being in classes every week, you know, talking with realtors and 2020 didn't offer that opportunity or we had to get, we had to get creative and come to Zoom and gosh, can you believe what would we have done this year without having technology? Technology has taken what us to a different mad. level. It really right. has. Just the connectedness um, in that too, you know, fortunately we have Zoom for classes and meetings and so many things we need it for, for our jobs. But let me tell you, I never took advantage of FaceTime before with my family members. And now it's like we're scheduling FaceTime with people that we weren't even calling on the phone before. So the way that really being distant from each other has connected us in that way is, is really cool to see and um, being able to utilize and learn about the tools that are out there to do that um, is, is very, uh, is a huge privilege. Yeah. So now say somebody wanted to have their website updated. Is that something that you do yourself or is that something that you kind of work with a, another company and kind of coordinate everything? How does that all work? Yeah, kind of a little bit of both. It really depends on what you're looking for and the price range you're looking for um, to spend. So I I think using a web platform, um, you know, there's things like GoDaddy and there's 
you know, tons of others that I could plug, but um, that are, you know, DIY and really you can create it yourself and maintain and, um, and get your information out there. And I work with my clients to customize um, whatever platform they're on to make sure everything's branded, the contents, um, you know, lining up with what their mission is as a, as a business. And then if they are looking for, um, you know, really updating their website to customize it, if they um, really need to use it as an interface to connect with their clients and have more interaction on their website, I am grateful to have several different vendors that I do outsource to um, with wonderful rates that they do, um, do just for us. And so I'm happy to always send my clients over to them and so grateful for industry partners like that, like you, and just so many great people we know um, who sometimes do that particular part of the job better than we can. And my uh, biggest concern for my clients is adding value to them. And if I know someone who can add that additional piece um, and maybe more efficiently than I can, while I can do something more efficiently on, on the other end for them. Um, it's just really cool thing to be able to work as a team like that. Yeah, it's interesting. Um, this morning I was on a um, 15 minute motivational and um, with Home Staging Redesign Association and we were really talking about team. Um, but the other part that I love that we were talking about is, um, oh gosh, leadership. <laughs> versus leadership. Oh gosh, I can't believe I missed this. Let me just grab my little bit. No, you're good. Oh gosh, where are they? Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, oops, leadership versus stewardship. Yes. And stewardship is really what God has given us to run these businesses. They're, you know, nothing is ours. It's all his. Yeah. And um, he's given a stewardship and where you bring in team and that might be outside vendors, mm -hmm. um, but it's not, he never meant for us to do life by ourselves. He meant for us to do life in community and to be a blessing to one another. So I love that, you know, you have those vendors and we work the same thing. We have a whole bunch of vendors that we're not going to, we, we don't have the time to go paint your house, but we can bring somebody in, you know, and that's the same thing, you know, it's bringing in value added services to your clients that to get the best product for them, which I love. Yes, so. me too. Very, very fortunate to know those people too, and be able to work with them. That's awesome. Um, so then like, what about search engine optimization and yes, all you know, that? And all those alphabet letters. Google AdWords and uh. it, it really is another language. And um, so I actually have a class coming up called SEO and other letters for success that I'm excited. <laughs> and what is it? Other letters for success. Yeah, SEO okay. and other letters for success. I don't, I promise I don't go through the entire alphabet because it would take us too long to find something for X, but um, it's going to be a really cool class where I, I do teach specifically people in the real estate industry and um, from agents to home builders. But fortunately, all of my CE classes with Trek and um, and for, you know, extra credit or for credit hours for these agents, all of these classes um, 
transfer over to any entrepreneur and any industry, because ultimately we all need our marketing and we all need that SEO and, and things like that. So I'm really excited to bring that class this year, actually, and share more about SEO and, and why we need it. And again, that's actually one that I do outsource SEO. I Same thing to my website guy, because he has more experience and more time to do the SEO uh, for my clients. But uh, bring that knowledge to the table and, right. and um, you know, allow me to educate my clients, not only in class, but in our, in our consultations too. I love that. I love that. And again, you know, I know that we've had to partner and we're kind of questioning, you know, are we in the right partnership right now? But it's like, I know what I can do. It doesn't have anything to do with this internet stuff and public relations. It's, that's just not where I'm, my gifts are. And I think it's so important that we team with the right people um, to build a great business that God has given to us to really you know, take it to the nth degree, you know, um, take those talents and invest them and double them and multiply them and um, really bless others. And I absolutely agree. I am, I'm, I think being connected throughout the generations is so important, not only in your families, but just for our culture, it's so important um, that generations do connect. And how many do we have living on the planet right now? Is it like six, maybe seven? I'm not even sure. Um, but I think as every industry progresses, you know, public relations, when I chose that as a major, looked a lot different than it does now. And that was even, you know, about 10 years ago. Years ago. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was a few years ago, but even in just that, that short amount of time, um, it, it really has changed so much. So what I thought I was getting into looked a lot different than what the standard and what um, the updates and the constant evolution of it, which is great. We, we do need um, to continue doing that to have opportunities like Zoom and, and being, you know, on a podcast like we are today, that wouldn't have been something we had the opportunity to do 20 years ago. And so I think that COVID took us at a much faster rate than we would have ever done this. You know, it's like, yeah, we got a vaccine in nine months, but we've also changed communication skills. Um, yes. So Talk to how COVID has done that because it's it's crazy what it's changed in our lives. It is. And just like you were saying, necessity, it really is the root of all innovation. And so we've had to use um, tools that, that we've either been given or didn't know existed and researched. I mean, no one even knew what Zoom was last year and now it's a verb. <laughs> Google, you know, it may have taken a little bit more time, but I don't think too long. Um, so, so being able to, uh, really get creative, uh, that is one of my favorite things about my job in creating content, uh, that's specific to each brand and each client that I have. Um, you know, while I do special specialize in the real estate and, and hospitality and even nonprofit, um, areas, every one of my clients is so different. Even if they're selling the same thing, their personalities really can 
completely create an, another brand and another business that um, really is separate from, from their competitors. And so being able to use that same creativity in how we connect and how we promote, how we market and even meet together, um, it's been tricky and, and sometimes um, frustrating a little bit. But at the end of the day, you know, when you when I do get to that frustration, um, my go-to is almost always, and when it's not, it should be, is just having that attitude of gratitude because uh, I get frustrated that, you know, because we're living in a pandemic, some of our events got canceled, yet I know that th that is not a problem compared to so many other people and what they're dealing with during this time. And so to just really appreciate what we do have and live in that state of gratitude um, I think that not only, you know, adds positivity, but it helps you with, with being creative and, and really looking at the glass half full and saying, okay, look, we don't have this, but we have so many other opportunities because of this. And so been, I've been really fortunate um, to get creative, but also am so fortunate with the people um, around me who, who are just as creative and and knowledgeable and and um, and excited about what we can do for the community during this time, um, even if it's to get their minds off everything that's going on around them. Showing a bit of love is so <laughs> yeah. important right now. Um, what would you say um, is an average person doesn't realize about your business? What would be the average person? That does. So, you know, what what is it that the average person doesn't realize? Well, first off, when you say PR, they're like HR. No, just a few letters <laughs> now. <laughs> uh, yeah. So public relations, it really, like I said a second ago, it it looks so much different now. And so when you know my parents think public relations that looks maybe like a press release or a newspaper. Yet if I was explaining public relations to a 14 year old, I would say, okay, what, what's on your Instagram, what's on your social media and being able to tie all those things together. Um, and again, that kind of goes along with all the cross generation is, is really important for people to know and understand. Bill Gates said if he was down to his last dollar, he would spend it on PR. And unfortunately, marketing and PR are often one of the first things to go um, when, you know, when funds are being tightened. And I think it's really important to remember that public relations isn't just about relationships and parties, though it, it's kind of fun to joke. It's about, you know, being public with your relations. I always joke, but it really is about reputation management. And ultimately, that's what we're doing when we're creating content and distributing it to whatever target market that is for for that client and it's maintaining um, that presence, whether it's online or in person and in person even looks a lot like online these days. Um, but I think really understanding that PR is a lot more than, than just the relationship though. That's fundamental. That's fundamental behind any business. You know, our business is all about our relationship um, with our clients, but I think it's, it's ultimately important to remember that, PR is, is about your reputation um, and, and managing that. 
I love that because you really don't think that much about that. You know, I really don't think, but now today, especially where there's so much online, it's, you have to be aware. Um, and there are so many different ways to say, oh, your reputation is this, and but, you know, but that's having somebody really watching that for you, you know, and if there is a, a negative comment at some point, mm-hmm. you know, how do you address that? Because that's really important, you know, like somebody took the time to actually share a negativity. Well, what do I need to do to win that person back, you know, right. and, um, how do you deal with, like, how do you watch your clients, um, their reputation like do you get some kind of website that watches it continually or how do you do that so with social media management which is one of our core services we not only create the content and work with our clients to strategize to make sure it's all um, strategic and what we're sharing and when we're sharing it but we use schedulers that are lifesavers. And I highly recommend um, if you are doing your own social media to use a scheduler. There are so many out there and, um, and I can give you that information as well. But I use that to not only post, but to monitor. And, um, you know, fortunately, I, I have a lot of clients who, um, you know, do have a great reputation before I even meet them. And so it is really easy to, to uh, promote, to promote that reputation. But, but whenever a crisis does come up and, you know, uh, COVID is a perfect example because it's almost like, well, do I address it? Do I not address it? I remember that first month, I believe, um, we actually, in my family had a lot of life happening. Um, and it took me probably three weeks to get on, uh, while the world had stopped and (laughs) then just saying, Hey guys, I'm so sorry. We are here for you. though it may not have seemed like it the last three weeks, you know, we are doing life too. And so this is actually just a perfect example of something that household names experienced last year and, um, and a reason to plan out your whole year too (laughs) on a scheduler, but really just addressing, Hey, we are here for you and making sure that the clients know that you are available. Um, no job should be 24 seven. I don't think. And, um, I think it's important to have those systems in place so that you can live your life while making sure your clients um, know you're available and feel feel connected to you um, as much as possible. But really, in terms of addressing, you know, things like negative comments, it is important to to address uh, any sort of crisis or negativity that you're, you know, or, or bad press that your business or your, your brand or you yourself do experience. That's one thing you don't want to do is just let it go in the shadow. You want to tell your story so that no one else does. Um, but I, I do think it's important to know when to continue a discussion. I think arguments, uh, that's not a word we need to use because people are negative and and have things to say, but that doesn't mean an argument needs to be started. It's more of just a matter of discussion. And I think when people or people uh, doing their public relations, or if you are monitoring your own, it's important to just say, okay, 
know when to say something and know when to, you know, contact what, yeah, keep it <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because ultimately it is all public and it's out there. And sometimes mm-hmm. it's better to use kind of, you know, rule of thumb, talk to the person that you have the issue with before telling everybody else about it, you know, kind of use that life rule when it comes to your marketing too. Yeah, that's a great one, Bethany. That's, well, you know, it's like your marketing as well as um, it gets into even your political views and your religious views and, you know, what do I respond to on Facebook or whatever, you know, and it's sometimes it's just like, oh, I want to respond, but it's like, "Mm, that's not good for my company. And you have to make those decisions, which are very, very hard. Absolutely. What is one of the your greatest challenges in today's business environment and how have you um, like turned that challenge into an opportunity? Yeah, I would honestly say kind of sticking on that uh, theme of social media, a lot of people have a love-hate relationship with it. And to be honest, I was, I was one of those love haters until, <laughs> yeah. And I get it. And if it weren't for the job that I've chosen and the business I've chosen to pursue, I would still be in that mindset and mentality. But I, you know, I had to say, okay, again, that's that attitude of gratitude. If this is something that's going to make me a livelihood, I can't have a hate. Um, hate's a really strong word in the first place. I try and leave it out of my vocabulary, but um, knowing that it really is something that impacts my life past just the emotional state of either enjoying it or getting riled up from it, it really, you know, impacted my life. I knew I had to find the good in it. And that's not just to have a Pollyanna mindset about it, but really using it as a tool um, instead of a weapon. And I, I think kind of going back to the schedulers and, and showing people how to be on social media without actually being on it, uh, constantly. Uh, Consistency versus being constant on it is obviously important, but I tell my clients all the time, you know, there are ways to plan out your social media so that either you're on it once a week, once a month, or hire somebody and you'll be on it once (laughs) a week. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Um, You know, I always remind people, be up to date, you know, if we had planned out our whole year on social media last year, that, that would have been a lot of time, you know, unfortunately not well spent because a lot of things changed and and it's important to stay up to date and make sure that you do address things as, as they go on because um, while I'm a big component, component of, you know, uh, keeping politics off and, um, Faith is something that runs through my veins, so I don't set it um, in a certain compartment, but I also want to make sure that every one of my clients feels comfortable and safe. So I think it's important to know when to promote your beliefs and when, again, to keep it, keep your mouth, you know, uh, subtly shut. And so I think that's important just to show people, look, you can use it as a tool and it doesn't have to ruin your life. It doesn't have to take too much time, um, out of your, out of your day. And, and it can honestly be fun when you do it the right way. Yeah. We're, we're still working on that scheduling. We are working on it, but it's, it's hard. It's hard. And we're going to overcome. 
getting on a schedule about your scheduling. I know that sounds like an oxymoron, but it really will impact uh, not only your social media, but your business, because of course, you know, that distribution is so important. So, so true. We are actually looking at um, our Google AdWords this morning and came across that like there's a wrong phone number on one of the pages that the Google ad goes to. And we're like, no wonder it's been quiet, you know? So Tom was on that this morning, like, uh, this is wrong. (laughs) But anyway, um, talk about a time in your career where you actually, where you absolutely failed. And then what did you learn from that? (laughs) So honestly, that kind of goes back to when I quit my job, I, um, spent a month traveling again, that is, uh, something that was not planned and it was a a huge blessing and opportunity. But, um, during that time I was kind of going, okay, what am I going to do next? I have a lot of options, but I, it was almost, um, not overwhelming in the opportunities because, you know, really looking for a job was not something that I had done at that point, but knowing that, okay, I could do this or really wondering what path to go down. And that's when that blessed or block, it comes into play. Um, but you know, really, I, I felt like I was failing in not knowing where to go next. Um, my fiance is also an entrepreneur and, um, huge cheerleader and, you know, always said your first business is going to fail. So just get it out of the way. So (laughs) as soon as that, yes. And honestly, that was great advice because, you know, I was like, well, do I start a boutique? Do I, all these things I'm looking at my vision board going, well, I can't, I can't uh, do a bed and breakfast quite yet. Can't do an event venue. Maybe I'll just sell my clothes. Like, what are we doing? Um, I even actually started a um, home interior decorating business. That's a huge passion of mine. Um, I, I love decorating, but it wasn't where God needed to use me. And so I went back to Oh wait, light bulb moment. Why don't I use my degree? <laughs> and so <laughs> that's something that was great to share with my mom. Hey mom, I, I'm using my degree. So that was that was awesome. And and I think, you know, in that failure, I I wouldn't, you know, be able to uh, choose my schedule and and really ultimately choose the people I surround myself with because I would have lived in that state of fear and just almost shame that comes with that when, when you do feel like you've failed, um, whether it's yourself or others. So I think it's just, you know, again, important who you surround yourselves with, but to, to really use the opportunities as a tool and, and not a weapon against you. I love that. I love that. You know, it's like, it's somewhat of a negative question I always ask, but we all learn so much from those moments that we're like, oh, how did I do that? You know, that was stupid. But the greatest successes come from our biggest failures. You know, why do we have WD-40? Well, there was 39 mistakes before WD-40 was created, you know, in, yes. in and the light bulb. I yeah. mean, I forget how many times he failed, but it's mm-hmm. like that one failure is getting us closer to our successes, which is so exciting, you know? I agree. I love that. What's the best advice you've ever been given? 
I would say other than start a business because it's going to fail. fail. I love that because, you know, it like already got you off the hook of we're all so much inclined to be these perfectionists mm-hmm. and you know what perfectionists like that is the little Walt Disney world thing you know it's not right. the perfect world well um, and if I've been so worried that it had to be perfect then which that's not to say I was never worried about that but if I had been so worried about that first uh, endeavor being so perfect, then I probably wouldn't have started it to begin with. But um, so there's that. But in terms of best advice, I would probably just say uh, something that was instilled, you know, in me my whole life is just to be kind. That would be the best advice I could give someone. And that obviously plays a huge role in marketing and um, PR and and all sorts of things like that relationships and and that reputation being kind will always win people over and it's always going to help people out and will ultimately help you out the most too and um, you know even in PR uh, there's a lot of a lot of humor and I thrive off humor that to, <laughs> my friends may roll their eyes but I think it's one of my gifts <laughs> and <laughs> I I know that you know as we see in the media, those don't always align kindness and humor. And I even have to check myself sometimes. And I think it's important to know that no matter what you're doing, if, if you're there to entertain, if you're there to educate, if you are there to assist, whatever your purpose as a service provider is, uh, you know, really being kind is, is the number one customer service uh, advice I can give. True. I think Rita Santa Maria said the same thing to that question. She was oh. just, we just all need to be kind to one another. You know, this has been a very tough year. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't always know what somebody's, what there's the shoes they're walking in and, you know, they may, you know, cut you off and, well, we don't know what that, maybe something horrible happened. And it's like looking at them with God's love and kindness is really what we're called to do. And, you know, and sometimes it's hard, but really you don't know. So love, and that's so good. I love it. I love it. Okay. Who was your biggest cheerleader? Okay. That's going to be a tie between uh, the two people I've mentioned, my fiance and my mom. They are um, just my biggest cheerleaders in life, but also in business. Um, So Steve, my fiance, like I mentioned, you know, he is an entrepreneur himself, really, you know, encouraged that I, you know, uh, live out my, live out my dreams and, and start, um, start a business and had an opportunity to do that. So I'm so grateful um, for not only his nudge, but his encouragement and his knowledge from, you know, owning a business himself. And my mom, who's been my cheerleader since day one, obviously. Um, I, you know, wouldn't be who I am, wouldn't be alive without her, obviously, but um, I'm so fortunate that not only I'm getting to make her proud, but that she is so passionate and so excited about my business too, um, is a really big blessing. She's uh, on my advisory board and she um, is just, just there to, 
be so excited, you know, when, when anything happens for household names and I'm so grateful for that. But, um, I also, I mean, I'm, I'm just so grateful for my entire team of my best friends and my family. They really are, um, the people that I couldn't do life without. And, um, they, they all impact me every single day and, and keep me motivated and keep me, uh, settled. That's for sure. <laughs> they, they do. That's a good word. That's a big word. Settled. They like, settled down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's times as a business owner, it's like, oh, you know, is there, yes. there's nobody in the bank or, you know, or, um, yes. Uh, well, I was just going to say it's a huge motivator too. When um, not only do you have a huge group of people uh, that believe in you, but that are saying, okay, like let's keep capitalizing on these ideas. Um, you know, this, I can sometimes want to procrastinate. And uh, when I hear literally my cousins in the back of my head going, okay, Bethany, let's capitalize on these ideas you have. I'm going, okay, let's do it. That's why I've done the, the rest of you know, what we've done so far and, um, we couldn't do it without our cheerleaders. That's for sure. That is so true. That is so true. We need them a lot. That is awesome. Okay. Final question. Yes, ma'am. Why do you love Houston? Ooh, why do I love Houston? That's a good one. Well, full disclaimer, I'm not a born and raised Houstonian though. I'm fortunate to be here and very, very grateful. You got here as fast as you could. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm not one either, but I love it too. Okay, so where are you from, Mary? I'm from actually originally New York, but most recently from Cape Cod. So Okay, I, I knew Cape Cod a little bit, but I love that you're from New York. Um, that's so fabulous. I am from Fort Worth and love it, born and raised. I actually grew up in the same house my mom grew up in, which was such a oh, cool, that's so cool. Yeah. So, so love Fort Worth and then, you know, moved to Lubbock when I went to tech for college and found my way in Houston, which I, so I've got to say it was the last place I thought I would move after college. And my best friend called and said, okay, let's do this. Let's go live in Houston. I said, okay, awesome. Let's do it. And I have loved it. I'm so fortunate to have met the people that I have. Um, so number one would be the people I, people like you, I mean, not only just people in my professional world, but, um, the people I fellowship and do life with and, I mean, I met my fiance here. And so I'm so grateful for not only the opportunities of, uh, to meet the people that I have, but I really love Houston because it's just full of opportunities for business and, and for our industries. I, you know, I think starting a business somewhere else may not have been the same route that I would have had, uh, that I did here. And, um, I think, you know, if, you have an issue starting a business in Houston, we kind of laugh, like maybe we should reevaluate that business plan because I really think there's so much opportunity here. Exactly. And, and I think it's so cool uh, to see how the community comes together to support each other too. Um, oh, so true, so true. I, I was here uh, during Harvey. So I've been in Houston uh, almost five years. And that was one of the first things that um, really connected me with Houston. Fortunately, um, we were okay during Harvey, but being able to connect with people and, um, and, and know who needed help and see how the community just comes together to do that. 
Um, last but not least, I would say Houston's fabulous for anyone who loves the beach and loves the lake and loves the land because that's me. And I love that I can be there in less than an hour um, from where I live. So I think that's a, a great thing about Houston too. Yeah, we just have so many things to do here. So, hey, how can people get in touch with you? Well, I would love to get in touch with all of you guys. You can follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Pinterest at Household Names TX. Um, and I'm sure I'll, I'll include that somewhere. And, um, and then via email at bealexander at hnpr.us. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you, Bethany, so much for just spending some time with me today. This has been so much fun. Mary, it is absolutely my honor. This is the highlight of my week. I know it's only Monday, but I promise when I see <laughs> Thursday, I'm going to say it's still been the highlight. This is fabulous. Thank you so much for having me. I have to say, I'm so excited. I'm heading to Florida this afternoon, and um, I, so I'm meeting some friends there for um, International Builders Conference. And I was like, hey guys, do y'all like raw oysters? There's the greatest dive and I love it, love it, love it. And they're like, uh. And then my girlfriend from college who I'm meeting tonight, she's like, there, do you want to go Lee and Rick's? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so anyway. So anyway. I am. I'm so excited. But anyway, so much, so much fun. And I will see you next week at graduations for Broker Boot Camp, which is yes. so exciting. So exciting. And, yeah. And, you know, we didn't really get to talk about Broker Boot Camp that much, but we have um, partnered together with Select Title and um, Julie Lehman and also Christy Stratton. And it is taking brokers through a totally different look at their business. Um, and if you're interested you can also contact us and we can get you connected because really really your business will have a totally different look and how you bring team into your business and having a command um command philosophy philosophy um, for your business so that your business runs with or without you Mm -hmm. and everybody knows how they are to you know how to interact with your clients and stuff. So it's really, really, it's an amazing class and we can't say enough about it. No, I really can't. I highly recommend it for anyone. I'm so grateful to Christy Stratton and Richard Mendelo who have created this course um, for Select Title and all of the um, realtors who are attending, all the brokers. Um, it's actually the second time I'm going through and I'm, because I love it so much. It's so great, uh, just a great opportunity to not only get get your thoughts organized about where you want your business to go, but really where it needs to start too. And that's that's in the leadership and that's in the um, servant, you know, servant leadership, I think. So exactly. So well, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Houston, for joining us. Um, and if you need to hear need any assistance with home staging or interiors design, give us a call, 877-458-8254. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Simple Elegance. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. If you would like more information about Simple Elegance, you can either give us a call at 877-458-8254. That's 877-458-8254. Or visit us on our website at www.simpleelegancetx.com.